0: hi everyone welcome to the art of money podcast where i share honest conversations about how money influences our personal experiences beliefs and relationships infusing this taboo subject with a loving dose of dark chocolate and inspiring encouragement i am barry tesler a financial therapist author and creator of The Art of Money, which is my flagship program, year-long money school, and global community. Integrating money healing, money practices, and money maps, The Art of Money is my holistic framework, blending therapeutic, body-based practices with the real-life tools you need to create healthy, sustainable change in your relationship with money. So you can say goodbye to that dusty old budget and hello to healing your money life. Learn more on my website, barrytesler.com. For now, grab something to sip on, get comfy, and tune in to today's episode of the Art of Money podcast.
1: What do you do when you're in a financial fight, flight, or freeze? my bathtub story. So what do you do when life throws you a major curveball? What do you actually do? How can you sort through all of your emotions, fear, and shock, so you can see clearly? How do you soothe your body and heart when they're in money panic mode? What do you actually do in the middle of any given Tuesday afternoon? Today, I'd like to tell you the real From the Trenches story of a big financial trauma I faced and exactly how I worked through it in the middle of the afternoon in my bathtub. I hadn't slept through the night for two weeks, and I am a professional sleeper. I kept waking up at 3 a.m., my mind and heart racing with money anxiety, and during the day I just felt off and disconnected from myself. You see, two weeks prior a letter had arrived from the IRS. When I saw what it said, I ran into the kitchen in a panic to tell my husband, Forrest, Honey, we are being audited by the IRS. I don't think that's fun news for anybody to hear, but it's a particularly complex, scary scenario for dual entrepreneur household like ours. And no matter how much my husband, Forrest, told me everything would be okay, after all, We do keep impeccable records and are very honest about our deductions and our income. I was still worried. For the next two weeks, I was disconnected from myself, distracted, worried, and stressed. You see, it doesn't matter how long we do our money work. Life can still throw us curveballs, and it will. I've been doing deep emotional and practical work now for decades. But life still throws me surprises like this every once in a while. I still have emotional reactions to sort through and new practical solutions to learn. The point of money work isn't to avoid every financial stress and situation in life. That's impossible. The point is to give ourselves the tools and resources to deal more consciously and compassionately with money situations when they inevitably arise. And as the rest of this story illustrates, the best tools and resources to begin with aren't always outside of ourselves. Spreadsheets and accountants are important, but we often need to give our emotions and our bodies some loving attention first. After two weeks of audit anxiety, one afternoon I knew what to do. It was the middle of the afternoon, and I was working in my home office. An idea suddenly popped into my head. I needed a long, hot bath. Now, I love a good bath, and it's long been one of my favorite self-care practices. But I've also turned a bath over my life to do deep emotional work. There's something about being held in that warm water that helps me feel connected to something greater so I can reflect, feel my feelings, and start to move things through. I had a feeling this was going to be one of those baths. After a few minutes of soaking in that hot, hot bath, I realized what was going on, what had been going on for the past two weeks. I was in a full-blown fight, flight, freeze, fear response. Fight, flight, and freeze are three ways our bodies express and experience fear. They're primal responses, survival strategies, but they can also wreak havoc in us when we don't let them move through us completely, even creating trauma. As one of the Art of Money teaching assistants, somatic psychotherapist Sonia Brewer explains, we come equipped with all sorts of resources that are built into our bodies to help us respond to threats without us having to think about it. It's kind of amazing. Your body knows to run if it senses a predator is lurking, to freeze if no escape is possible, To fight when backed into a corner, to submit or appease when showing one's belly is likely to buy you some time or to cry out in such a way that other humans feel compelled to respond even in the face of danger. These responses, fight, flight, freeze, submit, and attached cry for help are animal defenses that are hardwired into our bodies. The body acts. Within milliseconds, we're supposed to be able to protect ourselves in these ways. Trauma symptoms emerge not because we are broken, but because our body's natural responses get overwhelmed beyond our ability to respond to what is happening. These very intelligent responses get interrupted. This interrupted, this interruption, can show up like a traumatic response as the body continually loops through the interrupted impulses, seeking a route towards completion. So trauma resolution is about supporting the body to do what it is wired to do. We've built in mechanisms for resolving overwhelming experiences, and somatic trauma work is about helping us access those inner resources. It is through accessing the wisdom of our bodies that we learn to heal. Thanks to my somatic training, I'm deeply familiar with these ideas around trauma and fight-flight-freeze and how this all happens in the body. Yet it wasn't until I was there soaking in that warm water that I realized that I was in the middle of a fair response. That's actually a symptom of a fair response, by the way. I, higher reasoning gets a little hijacked since our body is prioritizing survival, not creative problem-solving. Have you ever been upset, scared, overwhelmed, and only once you come down could you see a solution. Yep, that. Over the next half an hour or so in the tub, I guided myself through a simple pro- Over the next half an hour or so in the tub, I guided myself through a simple process to unwind my fear response and see my next money steps more clearly. Please feel free to borrow and modify this the next time you're overwhelmed with emotions, stuck in a money riddle, or just need a fresh perspective. My bathtub process, how to get out of a fight, flight, freeze, and move forward. Number one, give your body some soothing support. When you're financially or emotionally stressed, our bodies are stressed too, So give your body some love. The warm bath water works wonders for me, but maybe you'd prefer a cozy blanket, an incense, a massage, or getting some sun at the park. Listen to what your body would find comforting and try not to rush. Our bodies move at a slower pace than our quick thoughts. Number two, name what's happening. There's something really magical and healing about putting words to a situation, even when we don't change it. When I said to myself, I'm in fight, flight, freeze, it was a huge relief. I knew where I was. The simple act of naming what's happening allows us to put it to the side and start being less overwhelmed by it. You might notice a fear response or you might simply say to yourself, I'm in a big money conundrum right now or I'm in a cash flow dip or I'm in a life transition and it's impacting my money relationship. Number three, notice your emotions. Next, I checked in with my bodily sensations and emotions. What feelings am I experiencing right now? Again, I simply name them without judgment or trying to change anything, just simply noticing and naming. I scanned my body and noticed I was feeling a lot of fear, a lot of freeze response. I also felt invaded and angry about this news. Number four, name your thoughts. Next I asked myself, what does this remind me of? I realized I was remembering an audit my parents had when I was younger and how challenging that was. We all have our unique money stories, the whole constellation of our personal histories and associations, patterns and lineages around money. So when something big happens in our lives, it can be helpful to just check in with the past and name what this is reminding us of. Hint. This helps bring us more into the present when we do this. Number four, ask at least one new question. When we ask new questions, instead of swirling in the same old unhelpful ones like, why did this happen, new ideas can arise. I asked myself some more supportive questions in the bathtub like, do I have really good support for this audit? Yes, I had a great accountant who could help us and hold our hand through this process. New questions can lead to new insights. And before you know it, things can feel a little more hopeful and manageable. By the time my bath was over, things did look brighter, and they felt brighter. My big money curveball wasn't over by any means. The audit, the audit would take many more months and a lot of work to resolve. But in just a half an hour, that bath and the simple process I guided myself through had me feeling completely different. I wasn't sure how things would, revol- would I wasn't sure how things would resolve themselves, but I knew they would. And sometimes a little hope, grounding and comfort is all we need to keep going and take our next helpful steps. This is why body-based and emotional practices are so fundamental in money work. Listen, money pulls on deep primal threads. Money is never just about the money. Dealing with money stuff can be overwhelming and send us straight into survival mode, fear, or other strong body-based feelings and emotions. In fact, all of the same emotions that come up around every other area of life come up around money. This surprised me when I first began my emotional and psychological money work. Like many people, I'd assumed working on money stuff was just, it just meant attending to the practical aspects. And if I couldn't just do it or didn't know something or know how, something was wrong with me. Luckily, my training as a somatic therapist nudged me to realize pretty quickly and early on, that the only way I could have a relationship with money was by bringing all of my somatic tools and practices along. I couldn't have deep meaning and personal growth and authentic movement in one realm of my life and money in a separate room of my life. I needed to bridge these worlds. So I began exploring the emotional side of money. Emotions occur on a wide spectrum from shame, anger, anxiety, grief, and guilt, to the other side of the spectrum, joy, excitement, and hope, and everywhere in between. There's also more extreme body-based reactions like fight, flight, and freeze. Emotions come up around money. We are human, folks. Emotions come up in every area of our lives. And when they're big, powerful emotions and we don't know how to work with them, they can derail us from moving forward with clarity. That's why working on money stuff must start with learning to navigate your emotions. Or as I recently put it, at a Women in the World event in New York City at the Lincoln Center, financial literacy and emotional literacy go hand in hand. Remember, we can't think our way out of feelings. The best we can do is to say hello to them, calm ourselves down a bit, and stay gentle with ourselves as we allow our feelings to move through. But there are tools to help you sit with, understand, and work through your emotions better. You can take a bath, move through the process I just outlined, or you can start with a simple practice that I teach all the time called the body check-in. The body check-in is the foundation of my entire money healing approach with good reason. This ultra-simple, simply life-changing practice will help bring you into your body, into your emotions, and into the present moment. Like meditation, exercise, or gardening, the body check-in is a practice. It's not something to do just once in a blue moon or when you're particularly overwhelmed. Practice it on the good days and the bad days and the tough days and the triumphant days. So you build your capacity to stay present no matter what. Some of my community members put Post-it notes on their computer screens, on their debit cards, or on the dashboards of their car to remind them to check in. Get more support if you need it. Some of us will need a little extra support here, especially if we uncover deep trauma. You may want to work with a somatic therapist or some other kind of healer or guide. Remember, asking for help is sometimes the wisest, strongest thing you can do. If you find yourself stuck in your money world, unsure what practical step to take next, or having a challenging money conversation, for example. It might be time to set aside the spreadsheets for a moment and look at your emotions. Patience and practice and presence and compassion Remember, these tools are here to support you, to nourish you, to guide you into more clarity and well-being. Do not turn them into more to-do items to shame yourself or if you forget. Do them when you can, and please do not criticize yourself for doing them wrong or not being good enough at them. Like anything, these practices take time to learn. Get the support you need and go at your own pace. With a little persistence and patience, these tools can bring you into a more gentle, loving relationship with yourself and your money. Practice them often, even when things are going well. That way, the next time life throws you a financial curveball, whether it's an audit or an unexpected raise or simply a rush of adrenaline, you'll be able to name your feelings, stay in your body, ask good questions and move forward. Here's to body wisdom, afternoon baths, and facing money challenges with presence and compassion.
0: Hi again, thank you so much for joining me today. What you heard here is a delicious sample of the loving guidance, heartful inspiration, and practical tools you'll find in my year-long money school, The Art of Money. I hope you found something here to take with you, a lesson, some inspiration, or even just a little grace for yourself and where you are in your own money journey. If you're feeling called to wade deeper here, please pack your financial goals, soul-deep aspirations, and grab your favorite person. You can find out more at barrytesler.com.